You're listening to The Cool CLE Show. I'm Jay, host of The Cool CLE Show, brought to you by CoolCleveland.com, putting you in touch with cool events, people, news, and neighborhoods in the Cleveland region. On this episode, we have Aaron O'Brien, co-author of a new book chronicling the burlesque entertainment of Cleveland. It's called Rust Belt Burlesque, The Softer Side of a Heavy Metal Town. It's out now. It traces the history of burlesque in Cleveland from the mid-1800s to the present day, telling the story of Bella Sin, a Mexican immigrant who largely drove our neo-burlesque comeback. The historical center of Cleveland burlesque was the iconic Roxy Theater on East 9th Street. Here in its 20th century heyday, famed dancers like Blaze Starr and comics like Red Skelton and Abbott and Costello entertained both regulars and celebrity guests. Aaron O'Brien's lively storytelling is partnered with Bob Perkowski's color photos to give readers a peek into this very interesting uh, entertainment culture of our city. Today's burlies come in all shapes, ethnicities, and orientations, drawing a legion of adoring fans. O'Brien will be doing some book signings on July 11th from 6.30 to 8 at the B-Side Liquor Lounge in Cleveland Heights, and on July 21st from 1 to 3 p.m. at Loganberry Books in Shaker Heights. But first, here's some more events that I think should be on your calendar. In 2018, ICE incarcerated a record-breaking average of over 39,000 people every day. Uh, Detention does not take place just at the border. Immigrants are being held in facilities throughout Ohio, including the Geauga County Jail and the Northeast Ohio Correction Center in Youngstown. So on Friday, July 12th at Market Square, starting at 8 a.m., in coordination with events across the country, Groups such as Women's March Northeast Ohio, Stand Up to Trump CLE, the Cuyahoga County Progressive Caucus will call for an immediate end to immigration, detention, and family separation. There's a unique concert slated for Wednesday, July 17th at the Beachland Ballroom. Locals Morning a Black Star will open for a New York by way of Columbia folk band called Combi Chimbata. 1997 Hall of Fame inductees George Clinton's Parliament and Funkadelic will perform at the Rock Hall on July 20th. Before the show, George Clinton will be interviewed in the Rock Hall's Foster Theater. Tickets for the event are $35, which, of course, includes admission to the exhibits. The 16th annual Taste of Tremont Street Festival will take place on Sunday, July 21st from noon to 8 p.m. This is a free street festival. It will be held at the heart of Tremont's restaurant district and will be showcasing the best of their food, art, and entertainment. And this guy will be performing at Geneva on the Lake Brewing. On July 12th, he's a self-professed daydreamer, joker, and Clevelander with a beard. It's Kevin Conaway with Canadian Girl. She makes me laugh. She makes me cry. Just who the hell am I? She makes me 
All right, we've now got Aaron O'Brien, freelance writer, journalist, and co-author of a book that's just come out on July 2nd, The Rust Belt Burlesque, The Softer Side of a Heavy Metal Town. Thank you so much, Aaron, for joining us. I am delighted to be here. <laughs> so I had no idea until sort of researching for this interview that burlesque and Cleveland have been so intertwined over the years. Can you tell us a little bit about the book? Well, the book covers uh, it covers burlesque going back into the 1800s until yesterday, if you will. Mm -hmm. Burlesque has been in this town for a long, long time. It's had many different faces, and frankly, it is a fascinating story. Uh, it is a Cleveland story. It's kind of a body story. It's kind of sexy, and it's changed as much as Cleveland has throughout the decades. Yeah, absolutely. I guess first, let's like, can we define burlesque? Because I think as well, people might have some different perceptions of what burlesque is. Um, I, could you kind of help our listeners sort of I'm define so glad that? You asked that? I am so glad you asked that. <laughs> Way back in the 1800s, to mm. burlesque something really meant to make fun of it. Mm. And that might have meant making fun of a literary work of the time. If you think of today, if you think of Spamilton, mm -hmm. but okay. Uh, it also meant may, it might have meant making fun of people, which isn't quite so nice. Mm -hmm. And then in like the 1900s, it kind of started to evolve. It started to evolve into beautiful women, choruses, comedy, and kind of think of a vaudevillian yeah. type of show. And in the 1930s, 40s, 50s, the striptease really became an important aspect to it. Mm -hmm. uh, then the heydays was the 50s, 60s, and then in the 70s, things kind of started to change uh, because of the way film changed, the way entertainment changed, live entertainment was a little bit different. And really what most people think of when they think of burlesque today is it, it, it's kind of a fun and I will say striptease is, is people regarded as the, the mainstay in a burlesque show. And certainly if you see one today, you're, you're going to see striptease. But for whatever reason, the way it's changed, at some back in the day, back in the 40s and 50s, it might have felt kind of seedy. Mm -hmm. But today, it just feels like fun. And uh, I guess that's the happy end of that definition. So it's changed along with, the, along with Clevelanders. Yeah. So um, we had, uh, I guess back in the day, we had tons of clubs uh, going along like Euclid Avenue and things like that. Can you describe burlesque in the in the, in the heyday of Cleveland back then? What what did it look like? Well, uh, I'll tell you what, you have to remember that that was like the only form of entertainment was going to a live theater. Uh, I would say uh, in in like the 30s and 40s, you would have had uh, a chorus of of singers. There would have been a what they would call a putty nose, baggy, baggy pant uh, comedian who was telling corny jokes, and then it would lead up to this showpiece featured striptease. And in 1935, that would be a woman such as Ann Corio uh, was very famous in the day. Later in the 60s, it might have been Blaze Star or. Uh, uh, Oh, gosh, I'm trying to think of all the names. So many legendary performers graced the Roxy Theater. Mm. So it was really kind of vaudevillian for, for much of the, of, of the 20th century. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what, was, what does Cleveland Burlesque look like now? So if somebody were to go to the Ohio Burlesque Festival in August or go to the Beachland, what would they expect to see now? It is so much fun. <laughs> expect to see all genders, expect to see all ethnicities, expect to see non-binary, 
expect to see everyone represented on the stage, and then expect to see an audience that looks just like the performers. Everybody's having a good time. It's not about seediness. It's really kind of, I, I almost feel like I want to call it a, a celebration of, a human celebration. Um, it's Sure, it's sexy, and sure, there's striptease, but it's funny, it's loud, uh, it's it, it kind of gives you hope, if you will, for uh, what tomorrow's going to look like in this country because it's authentic mm-hmm. and you can't fake authenticity. Uh, this is what people want to be doing. This is uh, who they are. And it's just, it's just a natural expression and it's joyous. I mean, everybody's having the best time. So uh, everybody's welcome. You'll, in the audience, you'll see all ages. You'll see all different kinds of people. And they're just excited to be there they're having fun and it's the shows generally and not are not that expensive and they go you know several hours so it's a great it's a great uh, blast of entertainment for uh, not you know not too many uh, dollars flying out of your wallet yeah um, and the theatrics I, I think you know you talk about it's like really true theatrics there's the costumes and there's the beautiful women and it is a there's there's obviously a very modern take on it, but it is kind of just hearkening to like those, I don't know, dare I say it, you know, open quotes, olden days of, like you say, vaudeville and theater and really true stage entertainment, I think, is is what's unique about it. And it, it, it's funny because in, in this day and age when everything is digital and everything mm. is photoshopped and everything is perfect, go to a show at the Beachland. Uh, the Nine has a number of shows. I want to say Brothers Lounge may still have some. Uh, and you're going to see real people doing real performance. Mm-hmm. And I think we're all hungry for that. We're hungry for, for the real. real yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And real and, women. I mean, the women, they got curves. They got, you know, they got some meat on them. They're not like skinny, <laughs> skinny women. You know, I, <laughs> and, and I will say uh, real men as well. And it, it, that's the thing about it. Whether you're, whatever your gender or uh whatever your gender is, however you identify, you're going to love every performance. Mm. And I don't care if that it, the performer is a boylesque performer doing a humorous, kitschy act or uh, a young lady or not so young lady doing a, a classic burlesque act. Mm-hmm. They're all compelling for some reason. And I think that's my favorite part of it. Now, there was a gentleman, he did boylesque, and he walked on the stage and he's got these horns on his head and he's got this furry kind of like a a pan costume yeah. on and it was just completely compelling yeah so uh whether it's holly grail or bellison it's just great entertainment and it's sexy and it's really for everyone over 18 i will say over 18 not- <laughs> yeah. who can truly appreciate it <laughs> absolutely absolutely so um go ahead I think the best part about it is when you sit there in a show, since the cast is so diverse, you feel like, wow, you know, that could be me up there. Even mm. if you never would ever want to do something like that, it makes you feel like, you know, maybe my oh, lumps and bumps here and there or what I look like or the clothing I wear, maybe if I wanted to showcase myself, maybe I would be as appreciated as as this cast is mm. and I think that's part of the energy okay mm-hmm. you can picture yourself on the stage because there is probably someone on that stage that looks like you, you. yeah hmm. so it's pretty powerful stuff and it's a lot of fun 
So Ooh. it's like a loud show with a quiet message. <laughs> yeah. Very, very profound way of describing that. So back to the book. Um, so what was your favorite sort of story or, or was there anything that you uncovered in, in helping write, create this book that kind of surprised you or made you laugh or what was sort of your favorite thing that you uncovered as you were doing the book? It's difficult to choose, but I have to say Bella Sin's story, okay? Mm. Uh, Bella Sin was a teenage girl in, in the Seattle, Washington area a couple of decades ago. She sees a book on a library shelf. It's a burlesque book. It's from, I think, 1956. She pulls it from the shelf. She opens it. She sees photographs of these beautiful women, and she says, that's what I want to do with my life. And she came here to Cleveland, and she made it happen. And considering she's a, an immigrant from Mexico... I just, she worked really hard and mm. overcame tremendous obstacles, uh, including racism, body shaming. She just tackled everything. And now she's the head of this troupe and this three-day festival. She's got a wall lined with accolades from Mayor Frank Jackson and the city council and state legislators. And, uh, you know, she's another testimony that, you know, if you build it, they will come, even no matter how hard it is to build it. Mm-hmm. And she just followed that. American dream, and um, that's a story I think we all need to, to appreciate right now. And I loved discovering it. I loved, I loved telling it. Mm. Uh, as far as funny things, there's so many funny instances in the historical portion of the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I guess I'll pick out one: a woman named Ann Corio in 1935. The PD did an interview with her, and it's 1935, and she's there giving this interview saying, I'll take off my clothes any day of the week for a thousand dollars. You know, you think it, you think, Oh, back then everybody was a real prude and this and that. I mean, she's in the front page of the PD. Well, maybe not the front page saying, yeah, you better believe I'll take off my clothes. for you a <laughs> Talk about women's empowerment back then. Huh? Oh my goodness. Precisely. <laughs> um, so obviously uh, the photos that are done by Bob Perkowski, I, I know it's audio and everything like that, but that's got to be a big part of this book. Can you kind of describe maybe some of the photos and, and, and his work as a part of this book? Okay, I, I want to, I, the words I would use are jewel-like. They are, they, the, the images pop from the page. They're action images. They depict everybody. Uh, they, they're human. They're sexy. They're glam. Mm. They're, LGBTQ everything. They're beautiful. Sometimes they're shocking. Sometimes they're uh, not what you expect. Uh, Holly Grail. I mean, Holly Grail, we have a, a photo of her. She's appearing as in, in, in almost like a skeleton. There's beautiful photos of women and men who are almost completely clothed. Mm-hmm. And, and they still take your breath away. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at one of Pandora Fox right now. And she's in this She's got this costume that just swirls like a purple butterfly under these lights. Um, it, so, you know, the book is, it's not just a book. Where, you, know, you think if you go, you get an e-book and you read it and that's great. This is, it's a photo book. It's something to own like a, an album, uh, a Cleveland album unlike no other. And these, these photos, it's all full color, and they'll be yours forever. Yeah. There's it's actually, so it's 200 pages. And so this isn't just like a little, you know, magazine or something. This is kind of chunky. This has got a lot of meat in it. Um, I can't wait to read it. Um, it's out now. Uh, it's, it's been out since July 2nd. Um, and, of course, there's... Um, uh, 
tons of opportunities to see you locally as well. So uh, you're doing some book signing uh, July 11th at the B-Side Liquor Lounge, July 21st at Loganberry Books. Um, fantastic. Are you excited? I'm so excited because, you know what, I feel like we all need a break. We need some fun. We need something beautiful. We need something sexy. We need something inclusive and I didn't think that this, I didn't know what I was going to find when I dove into this book, and it turned mm-hmm. out to be all those things. And for that, I am thankful. I am excited to share it with uh, Clevelanders. And I have to say, I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to find this book at libraries. Uh, enjoy it. It's a big. It's a big chunky eight by ten inch mm-hmm. book. It's not. It's it's unique, and it's not heavy reading. It's fun. Um, so I'm going to be at all kinds of libraries. I'm going to be in. I I'm down as far as. Columbus, we're in Akron, we have Medina dates, so it's all on the webpage. Uh, I have it there at AaronO'Brien.us, uh, a whole listing. We're not hard to find, so come out and see us, uh, and I-, I can't wait to entertain everyone. Go to a show. Whatever you do, get to a show. Get to the Ohio Burlesque Festival, August 1, 2, and 3. Get to a show, have some fun, and uh, I couldn't be more delighted. Absolutely. So if you're already an avid fan of of Cleveland's burlesque scene, or if you're a bit like me and just kind of suddenly realize that there's this whole culture in our city that um, has been running for a very long time, please go out and get Rust Belt Burlesque, a softer side of heavy of a heavy metal town um, available, I'm sure everywhere. Thank you so much, Aaron, for joining us and telling us your story. It's uh, it's fantastic. Jay, thank you. And uh, I'll see you on the on the burlesque stage, I guess. <laughs> if you're with me. <laughs> I'm right next to you, sister. <laughs> We've now got new music from Canton's The Scenic Root. It's called I Said It First, and it's from its latest release, Ultraviolet.
That was a scenic route with new music called I Said It First. Plenty of chances to catch them live, including Game Time Bar and Grill in Canton on July 12th and the Women Rock CLE concert at the House of Blues on July 20th. And that's it for this week. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Cool CLE Show brought to you by CoolCleveland.com. Big thanks to Aaron O'Brien for coming on the show. Make sure you grab your copy of Rust Belt Burlesque, A Softer Side of Heavy Metal Town at all reputable booksellers and go and check out her book signings happening this month. Also, big thanks to Kevin Conaway and The Scenic Route for the music. Have a good one.